are listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, I'm going to share with you the secrets of stage hypnosis. If you've ever seen or been involved in a comedy stage hypnosis show, you might be surprised at what's really happening. And I'm going to give the listeners a free hypnosis guide. Stay tuned. It's pretty cool, I guess. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, people? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. We are here in the podcast Detroit Northville Studios, uh, again, back in the studio for the second, third podcast in a row, which is cool. With me is my producer, Matt Fox. Hey, welcome back. Controlling everything I need. I do, I well, do not the best everything. I can. Not everything. I do the best I can. But a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> anyway, in this episode, and, and before we get into it, I'm going to give you my links to where you can find me so we can get that done up front. My website is the motor, it's motorcityhypnotist.com. On that website, you'll find my, pod, my podcast links. You'll find my blog, all kinds of others. Actually, my store as well, um, where we have a lot of different products as far as hypnosis, MP3 recordings, uh, uh, ebooks, uh, just a lot, a lot of good stuff there. So uh, check that out when you get a chance at MotorCityHypnotist.com. And please follow me on YouTube and Facebook at Motor City Hypnotist, on Twitter at Motor City Hypno, and also on Instagram. And if you want to support the channel financially, you can also find me on Patreon at Motor City Hypnotist. And I would greatly appreciate any financial assistance you can give us. Just helps us run the show and continue to provide you good content. Content. I, yeah, none of that comes to me. I promise. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it, yeah, not directly. <laughs> <laughs> and and the important thing is, if wherever you're listening to the show, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is, um, please subscribe and leave a review. I, I would really appreciate that. It just helps us get out there and get more visibility. So that would be fantastic. And you can also catch me each week as I co-host the Site by MG podcast. So I think that's all the plugs. Well done. So back to it. Okay. One more plug. (laughs) Actually a sponsorship. This episode of the Motor City Hypnosis podcast is brought to you by Counseling and Therapy Associates. Counseling and Therapy Associates is a full-service outpatient mental health facility located in Taylor, Michigan, and provides therapy for adults, adolescents, children, and couples. Counseling and Therapy Associates has a staff of 11 fully licensed master's-level therapists specializing in anxiety, depression, couples counseling, and many, many other issues. Visit counselingandtherapyassociates.com to view their website and discover possibilities to become a better you and thank them for that sponsorship 
Um, let's go into winner of the week. Now, as you, if you guys have been with me for our first few podcasts, uh, again, I like to focus on things that are more positive, kind of get away from the negativity and the, and the stress and the anxiety and the, just the things that are, that are overwhelming us right now. And, um, Winner of the week can be anything from something I find funny to an inspirational story. And this one is strictly uh, selfish for me just because this is one of my favorite YouTubes and it's been out there for a while. But this is this is something if I just want to laugh for four minutes straight, this is what I put on. And Matt, I don't know if you, you know this one. Uh, angry Grandpa at the Toll Booth. No. No, you've no. never seen Angry Grandpa at the Toll Booth? I have never seen Angry Grandpa. I, I've been an Angry Grandpa at the Toll Booth. <laughs> well, but. It, it, it all, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. This guy is the winner of the week after our intro. That's how winning is done. So let me quickly set this up. And this is a longer YouTube clip, which I had to narrow down because, of course, we don't want to use our half hour on a, on a YouTube clip. But okay, okay. Um, so this is this is a grandpa at a toll booth, I believe, in Illinois with his two grandchildren, two grandsons, which are probably in probably 10, 12 age range. All right. Mm -hmm. And he's having a little bit of difficulty with with the toll booth and, and getting the cash right. So this is a drive through toll. Yeah, like, drive through like, toll where okay. you got to put the change in. So okay. I'll just okay. play and we'll we'll let you let it roll and, and bear with me. This next two minutes or so, it's going to be well worth your time. <laughs> okay, fair. Okay, are we done now? I have twenty more cents. You said seventy cents. I put in three quarters. Okay, one must have fallen through. Well, yeah, I did fall through. For goddamn. This is unbelievable. Okay, all right. It fell through again. Okay, try a I don't have another quarter. Okay, Ah, oh, dear God, I did it again. Ma'am, all these people are waiting here. There's another quarter. There's nothing wrong with that quarter. What the fam help? What? Ma'am. This is a. Do you have another What is going on here? Yeah, I got a dollar bill. I don't understand this. I got the whole world behind me over some nickel now. Not my. Dollar bill. Which way? You want the dollar bill? You want the dollar bill that way? Here's the dollar bill. It's classic. Nikki, stick it in there. I've got so many things to say right now. It goes in there, right? Well, get it in there. Man, I'm having a heart attack here. Let me pull forward and give me the money. That's where the dollar bills go right here. Well, I put the money in there. No, it didn't go in. No, it went in. It came back again. What? I can't help it. God bless us. Beep. What the hell's the matter with this damn machine? Nobody took. God damn son of a. 
How much money I put in there already? I put in three quarters and didn't work. Dear God. Now it's working. Keep your dollar, you get your dollar back? Yeah, you get your dollar. But why doesn't no come on Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's angry grandpa at the toll booth. I, I, wow. I just I, I if you watch, watch the YouTube video with the visual, it's it's even better. But uh, and, and there are probably and again that, that was a little long clip, but but there's more before more before leading up to Oh his, my gosh. But his but meltdown. Is, but but I I, I I just sympathize with this guy because something sometimes you get in these situations that just just frustrate oh you to no end. So that's why our angry grandpa is the winner of the week. <laughs> I don't know if I call it winning, but but I, I give the we, guy I give the won. guy credit. We, we won. Well, we, and that's we were the winners on that's that why one. I enjoy it because if I ever just need to laugh, I'll, I'll put something like that on, and, yeah. and it doesn't. Well, I we told we talked last week, Matt, about you watched you watched Dune like ninety five times. Yeah, I can yeah, watch yeah. videos like this a hundred times, and yeah. I laugh just as hard every time. It just never gets old. Man, so yeah. So if uh, those of you out there, I'll I'll have the link uh, on the show notes to where you can watch uh, Angry Old Man at Toll, Angry Grandpa at Tollbooth and in, in its in its entirety, and <laughs> just enjoy yourself. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, oh, it, it's a classic. I can't wait to get home and show my yes, wife. It's a classic. <laughs> so we are into our our topic for today, which is the secrets of stage hypnosis. It's pretty cool, I guess. So those of you who have seen a stage show, I know, Matt, you said you've probably maybe seen clips of ones or never, never one live or. I saw a live one mm-hmm. when I was in the eighth grade. Okay. So people go and they see a hypnosis show and they see people get on stage and, and they see that whole process. And, and we talked a couple of sessions ago about people believing it's fake or they have to be in on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you kind of how a show works because what this will do is give you some insight as to, as to exactly how this whole thing comes together. Because it, it, as I said before, with, when I'm with a client one-on-one in an office, I have total control over that situation. That one person, my attention is totally on them. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's how therapy works is, is when you can work one-on-one stage show is totally different because you have anywhere from 10, 20, 30, 40 people on stage sometimes mm-hmm. with an audience and you're trying to make it entertaining. Right. So it's a big, it, it, it's, it's a pretty big, big job. Let's say that, you know, the piece of crap doesn't work. <laughs> As a performer myself, doing mm-hmm. weddings and events as a mm-hmm. DJ, oh, you know, yes. you know, you, you have to be a master of ceremony. You have to engage the entire mm-hmm. crowd, but you still have to focus. And for you, you have to focus on one, focus on that one person at the same time. I don't know if I could do that. Right. I don't. I know I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a challenge. And when I started learning this, this is something that I think I'm not going to say you can't learn it, but but part of it has to just be. Um, instinctual like you just kind of have to know what's going on sure and um that no 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 do not listen to that man no it's true (laughs) so i'm going to give you some secrets and these are the secrets because when people go to a show and typically and 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 i'm talking about reputable stage hypnotists i'm not talking about somebody who just watched a youtube video and is trying it for the first time I've I've learned my mentor is a nationally renowned hypnotist who's been on the today show james corden 
<laughs> has his own TV show coming up soon. Ooh. So he, I learned from him. So I'm going to tell you as far as how I do a show, why things happen the way they do. When you first get to a hypnosis show, whether it's high school, college, fair, typically you'll hear back just music playing through the speakers on stage. That is not a mistake. That is intentional. And when I say it's intentional, I pick specific music for a reason. Huh. And I'm just going to give you a couple of the songs on my play, pre-show playlist, and you'll get an idea of why these things are there. And I have a question for you as to why mm -hmm. after the fact. Yes. So uh, some, some songs that are on my current pre-show playlist, Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake, mm -hmm. Fun by Pitbull and Chris Brown, Believe by The Bravery, Little Obscure, I like them though, Best Day of My Life by American Authors, and and five or six others that play during my pre-show before I come on. Okay. So now go ahead with a question, Matt. Do you use those songs as a way to make them start thinking about something or to distract them from something? To make them start thinking about something. Okay. Yes. And you'll notice all of these songs have a theme of, of either feeling good or believing or, or it, it just giving positive feelings before the show starts. Anything by Justin Timberlake will do that for you. So. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and, and, and it just, it, it just sets up, it sets the stage for excess because these subliminally, these songs are sending messages. Right. Even though that sounds like, you know, <laughs> I ain't listening to you no more, but, but there is a reason for the songs that I play. Got it. So the next part of the show is you, you have the pre music that's playing. Mm hmm. <clears throat> that goes off and then I come on to my introduction. And actually my introduction is my, my podcast introduction is taken from my stage introduction. Ah. So it's, it's a little bit longer, uh, but a, a lot of that verbiage is in there because it's giving information about me. It's giving me inform It's giving the audience information about me, such as, you know, I've been practicing clinically for 29 years. I've hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. This is adding credibility before they even see me. Okay. And again, this is all specifically planned for reasons. Got it. All right. So you can see what you can see kind of the theme that's going on here is that we're trying to, we're trying to, to influence the audience to buy in before they've even seen my face. So you don't even, you don't walk out to more, more than a woman by the Bee Gees. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I don't do that. It's as much fun as that they'd, would they'd be. They'd be expecting something completely different if you walked out on stage. I ain't listening to you no more. Right? They would. They would expect something different. They really would. So before I come out, that introduction comes on. Tells them about me. Tells me about. Tells them about my experience. Tells me that I've hypnotized thousands of people. So already the audience is expecting something. And it's preparing them, some of them, to possibly be volunteers. Gotcha. Okay? So then I come on stage. And when I come on stage, I do what's called my pre-talk. I introduce myself, say where I'm from, and then I give a pre-talk very similar to what we covered a couple of podcasts ago talking about the secrets of hypnosis. I talk about it. I say what it is, what it isn't. And I won't, I won't go into detail here because we covered that in, in two podcasts ago. If you want to go back and look at that, that's the secrets of hypnosis parts one and two. And then I also cover myths and conceptions just as we did in part two 
last mm-hmm. last pod or two podcasts ago. Mm-hmm. So go back and listen to those because that will give you a good review of what my pre-talk is like. And really, the the main purpose of this is to put people at ease and make them more likely to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the at the end of this pre-talk and what's going on, I want people on stage. And if they're not comfortable, nothing's worse than saying, okay, let's get some volunteers up here and nobody moves. Right. Now that hasn't I I I I have to admit that hasn't happened to me where no one comes up. I have had a couple of shows where I'll have twenty chairs on stage and only five people are there. Oh. That has happened a couple of times. Oops. And that's just that's just part of this this process. Yeah, it's it's I I I've never been in a rock band, but I would assume some nights their concerts are much better than other nights. Okay. So I can say that that hypnosis stage shows are probably very similar. Gotcha. I definitely have shows that are that are just home runs and I have shows that are yeah. yeah. And it's based really it could be me. <laughs> but, but again, it's based on the it's based on the, the interaction you're getting from the audience and from the volunteers. And that's the nature of the beast sometimes. Exactly. And you and, and you have to change with you have to change your show with the uh, too. Absolutely. And and if it's something's not working, you have to know you have to pivot to something else. Perfect. Boring. <laughs> yeah. And and it, nobody wants to sit and watch a boring show. So during this whole pre-talk and talk about misconceptions and and, peop- and, and again, all of this, the pre-music, the pre-show music, uh, the introduction that's taped, me coming out, telling them about myself, going through the, what, the myths and misconceptions and what hypnosis is, my job is to make people want to volunteer. That's why I'm there. Mm-hmm. So I talk it up and I let them know, if you volunteer, you're going to experience something like you've never experienced before. And I say it just like that. Because you're going to feel so, you're going to feel better than you've felt ever in your waking state if you volunteer for the show. So, so I make them, and and again, in most cases, if it's a high school or college crowd, I can't just ask them to come up because it'll be a stampede because they're fearless. Right. So in those situations, I'll I'll have to pick, but but uh, like state fairs or or especially like casino shows Mm. or shows and bars, you have to you have to. Get the volunteers. Gotcha. You're not going to be overflowing for the most part. So what happens next is I get them. This is all set up. The show hasn't even begun yet. You right. understand? You're on this stage, is, but this you is haven't all, started yet. This is all set up to making this thing happen. So the next thing we do is I do what's called a suggestibility test. And I'm actually, I know you guys can't see this, but I'm going to describe it to you. And Matt's going to do this with me. Okay. Clasp, clasp your hands together like you're praying, like with your fingers interlocked. Are we talking angel praying? Or, no, like, oh. like closed hands. Okay. Finger, fingers interlocked, closed up like, gotcha. like in, in a ball. Gotcha. Extend your, your two uh, f- uh, forefingers. Got it. Put them about an inch or so apart. Okay. And then extend your arms out okay. as far as you can. And then rotate your hands up so that you're looking at that space between your fingers. Got it. Now, I just want you to imagine. Don't look at me. Don't even worry about me. Just follow my directions. Oh. I want you to imagine those two fingers are powerful magnets. And again, close your eyes if you have to. But imagine in your mind that those two fingers are powerful magnets pulling and squeezing together. The harder you try to resist, the more you feel that force. The harder you try to keep them apart, the more they want to come together. In fact, now it's so tight, it's like a vice squeezing and pinching your fingers together. In fact, it's hard to keep them apart. It's hard to keep them apart and freeze. So I'm looking through the, through the window at Matt. His fingers are touching. They are. <laughs> so so tell me, Matt, what, what, was, what was that feeling like? Uh, well, my... my, my. 
the, the muscles in my fingers were like, dude, I don't think you understand what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> and because- that's kind of the feeling. <laughs> and the important word I used here, and this will, this will come into play a lot in stage hypnosis, is imagine. And that's used on purpose. Hmm. When I say imagine that your fingers are two magnets, all of a sudden your brain is not limited mm-hmm. because you can imagine anything you want to. And when I say imagine something that your fingers are magnets, your brain makes that a reality. Right. And when your brain makes it a reality, there's a physical change. There's a physical feeling. Wow. I could. I, they were kind of tingling at the same time, mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. like you were you were looking for that magnetic, you know, they're yeah, that, kind of trying yeah, to go yeah. away from each other, right? right. Yeah. yeah, or that too. Yeah, that positive, or, negative. Yeah, yeah, repel yeah. or attract. Yeah. So that's a simple example, and I will do that on stage with an audience. And typically, ninety nine percent of the time, as soon as I start telling them resist, resist the urge, you feel your fingers come together, you hear laughing and gasping groaning it's just the noise just kind of waves over the whole audience because most of them are feeling something and, and this is the selling point and, and this is just again this is in a nutshell what hypnosis is i tell you to imagine something your mind makes it a reality and your body follows that that's it yeah. that's hypnosis in a nutshell so once i do that suggestibility test i'm looking for people that have reacted really fast yes or or I could see that their their fingers were together almost immediately. <laughs> so I know I'm picking out people who are already suggestible. From the audience, this might seem like this is all random. Mm-hmm. That's he's just up there and it's like, all right, let's get some people up here and see what happens. Right. It's it's all my my show is planned out meticulously, step by step, to get the best people on stage. So this suggestibility test, as I call it helps me identify those people who are going to be more open to suggestions mm. as the show goes on. And those are the people I want to come on stage. So when I get people, and then I will ask for volunteers, typically they will come up, fill the seats in most cases. Mm-hmm. So now once they're on stage, I have to go through the process of getting them into that relaxed state. And this is where I will give specific instructions. And I tell them, listen, if you have, I, I take one, I make sure nobody has a cell phone. Everybody, if somebody's chewing gum, they spit it out. I don't want any distractions. I split people up that are together or that came together or that know each other. I typically try to go male, female even Mm. just to mix up that row of seats because the the chairs are on stage in a row of like 10, 20, 30, whatever they are in a straight line. So everybody can see their faces. And then once I have them sitting and mixed up, so that, because if you're next to somebody you know very well, the instinct is, oh, what are they doing? Yeah. What are, yeah. The, you're always going to be conscious of what your friend next to you is doing right. or your brother or your wife or whoever. You want people that are not related. <clears throat> yes. I want the people yeah. next to strangers because they're not going to be worried about what they're doing. Right. So then I go into what we call the induction. The induction is the relaxation process. I'll play background music. I will start to... And, and this is a long process, not a long process. I would say on average, my induction probably lasts three to four minutes. Background music. What is that background music? Background music is, I. It, it's funny, you might know this music. It's it's um, music from Mass Effect, the video game. Yeah. Do you know that? I know of Mass Effect, the video game. Yeah. Yeah. I use that as my background induction music. Gotcha. Um, and... And then I talk them down into that relaxed state. Now, once I have them in that relaxed state, and typically I will, I will get to the point without doing a full induction on air, 
But we might do that someday. We'll think about that. Hmm. We'll have to do that carefully so that nobody's driving. But, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but once they're in that relaxed state, now I can start giving them suggestions. And if I see, for example, if I see 30 people on stage and, and everybody's at the point where I'm like, okay, you know, your limb, your, your arms are limp and heavy. In fact, you have no control. Your arm's like a wet dishcloth. And I pick somebody's arm up and they still hold it up. Mm-hmm. I, I pull them off and send them back to, back to the audience because I know they're already not, they're not as, as deep as I need them to be. Because sure. I want the best people on stage for a show to be good. So once we have them in that relaxed state, the first couple of, of what we call skits, and that reminds me of uh, Jeff Iger. I'm a trial lawyer. <laughs> I'm not part of your family. And I don't do skits with my mom. Yeah. I don't do skits with my mom either, but I do them on stage. <laughs> so a couple of the first skits that we do are specifically meant to, to – it, it, it starts – I'll try to use the – I'll try to describe it. It starts with the easiest things and works up to the hardest things because you want to you see how, how much compliance you get as you go from easy to difficult. Right. Does that makes sense? It does. So one of the first skits I would do would be like, um, oh, in a moment, you're going to sit up in your seats with your eye. And I tell them to keep their eyes closed. I don't even want their eyes open yet at this point because I want them to stay in that relaxed state. And typically, if you open their eyes immediately, they might be distracted. So I have them close their eyes and I'll do like hot or cold. Like, oh, you feel a temperature. The sun's beating down. It's yeah. getting hot. You know, your head's starting to sweat. And then you start seeing people react to that. And now I'm focusing in on who are the stars of the show going to be because I can see the different levels of reactions to that. Then I go to cold. Then I might go into like uh, playing music, again, with your eyes closed. I, typically, I'll, I'll use um, Detroit Rock City as a rock song. I'll say, oh, you're rock and roll stars. Mm-hmm. You're going to play your instrument in your seat with your eyes closed. And again, I can, I can see who's more active and who might just be barely moving. Hmm. And, and I get an idea. And those are both with their eyes closed intentionally because, again, I'm measuring the level of relaxation, the level of trance. Um, then we move into medium-level skits. The next ones I would say, okay, when you sit up in your seat this time, you're going to have your eyes open. Mm-hmm. And and you're still going to be in, in, in that relaxed state. You're still going to respond to the suggestions I'm giving you. And I'll I'll give things like – you know, the person next to you has passed gas and it smells terrible. Or again, just, just upping the, the interaction with the people now, because right. now I know they're doing things on their own. Now I want to get interaction between volunteers. And then that builds up until we get, we get near the end of a show. That's typically about an hour, 15, hour and a half. Wow. Because remember that whole introduction is probably 20 minutes, 25 minutes with the induction. Okay. So we're probably like like an hour of ac- actual activity. Wow. So once we get to the end, now we're doing we're doing much much more in depth things like um, uh, am like na- amnesia, like name amnesia. I'll tell one person, you don't know your first name. As hard as you try to remember it, you it won't come to you. And then I'll bring them up on mic. Or right. I have um, one of my favorite ones, and and there are a lot of these that a lot of hypnotists do over and over again, and they just copy off each other. But I've I've done some original stuff. I do a rap battle between a dog and an alien. <laughs> okay. So, and and again, I get my best too because I know they're going to do it, and they'll make up this you know alien language, you know, and right. the dog will. And and I always, and again, I'm always very careful. I always make a male the dog. I just I just think it's. 
yeah. it would be uncomfortable making the female do the dog part, okay. if you know what I'm saying. I do. So, I do. so I'm very sensitive as far as that goes. But Good looking out, David. But for the guys, <laughs> you know, that's fine. So, so we build in difficulty till we get to the point where it's the end of the show. Now I'm giving individual callbacks where I'll, I'll finish the show talking to the audience and I'll give everybody verbal cues. Like when I say my name, you're going to scream hmm. or, or a lot of times I'll, I'll say, whenever you hear my name, David, all right, you're going to just scream, shut up, you creep. And then you're not going to know why you did it. Oh, wow. And then I'll give, uh, again, one of my favorites and this, this is not, I, I didn't, I can't take credit for this because many hypnotists use this and typically I'll do it with a male. Anytime you hear this song, you're going to feel like your butt is on fire <laughs> and you have to scoot on the ground to put it out. Oh boy. And which is why you make the guy the dog. See, right. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. And again, I, I, it's, it's, it's fun. It's not too embarrassing. I'm not, you know, um, but typically the song I will use is ring of fire by Johnny cash. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant song <laughs> it by is, the way. for, for that skit in particular. And that's always a favorite. So at that point we've done, we've gone from easy to very difficult. And then we do these individual callbacks and then that's at the point where I kind of say, you've seen what the power of hypnosis can do for fun. Mm -hmm. Think of what this can do for you in your personal life. Think of what it can do for you if you have an anxiety or a phobia or something that a habit that you want to stop. That's great. And I always try to use my show to pr promote the positive power of hypnosis because that's really the whole, the whole idea of doing it. We are having fun, but I'm letting them know what they can do. Now, I want to end. I know we're close to being done here. And, and I know we talked about last time about uh, um, things to what's, what is on your must know list. If you're going to hire a hypnotherapist, if you're going to hire a hypnotist for a stage show, there also are some must knows. And, and we're probably going to hit that within a couple of shows from now, good. because I think that's a good one. It, it, a lot of them will be similar, but some will be different. It's good to know what you're going to, what you're looking for, I would right. imagine. And then, well, and again, there's a get. big variety and price range and there's a reason for that. Okay. And, and typically, I, I'm, I'm going to say you get what you pay for, yeah. and we'll get a little bit more into that okay. when we talk about that. Good. So as we wrap up here, again, everybody who's listening, I want to give you my free hypnosis guide. That will The link to that will be in the show notes or on my Facebook page. Um, and again, the links to all my social media will be uh, in the show notes. Um, and you can follow me again on all, all the social media I set up front and, and get this free hypnosis guide. Again, it's a PDF of mine that I've written. Uh, it's free. Grab a hold of that. And um, it's, it's just a good thing to have. Um, next episode, we're going to switch gears a little bit. And we are going to start. Um, we're going to talk about five self-help books that you must read. These are my five recommendations. I know there are millions. If you go to the bookstore, they're not bookstores left now, but when you get to one huge self-help section, there are tons of self-help books, but these are five that I really think are very effective that can help you. So hopefully you'll, you'll join me for that next podcast where we talk about five self-help books that you must read. And as we go, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you soon.